This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. A panel of Fulton County judges on Monday cleared the way for a special grand jury to be used for District Attorney Fonnie Willis's investigation of former President Donald Trump and his efforts to overturn Georgia's 2020 election results. Christopher S. Brasher, chief judge of Fulton County Superior Court, wrote that a majority of the judges on the court had agreed to the request issued by Willis's office late last week. Brasher wrote in an order that the special grand jury will be impaneled on May 2nd and can continue for a period not to exceed 12 months. In other news, Georgia's General Assembly resoundingly agreed in 2017 that having more people on probation than any other state wasn't making Georgia safer. In fact, lawmakers found that the opposite was true. The large numbers spread oversight too thin. So the legislature passed a law to cut the numbers and focus oversight on those considered the most dangerous. Yet five years after Republicans and Democrats enthusiastically approved reforms, Georgia still leads the nation in probation. Now, with violent crime up in Georgia and local and state officials looking for ways to reverse the trend, the supervision system is facing new scrutiny. Next, the year was 1994, and Governor Zell Miller was facing re-election after steering the ship of state through a painful recession. The economy was improving, and Miller needed a boost for what would be a politically dicey year for Democrats such as himself. So he did what governors up for re-election do. He proposed a budget that promised teacher and state employee pay raises, an expansion of the HOPE scholarship to more students, more money to fix the slow process of getting car tags and titles, extra funding for pre-kindergarten classes, tax breaks for businesses that created jobs, and more. He also promised a $100 million tax cut. It prompted then-Senate Republican leader Skin Edge, now a Capitol lobbyist, to quip, Yes, Georgia, there is a Santa Claus, and he's running for governor. And the state website Georgia residents, business leaders, and public officials turned to for guidance about the coronavirus met its match earlier this month with the fast-moving Omicron variant. A torrent of testing data exposed the aging digital infrastructure behind the Georgia Department of Public Health's online COVID-19 dashboard. Those issues and separate server problems left the agency unable to fully publish new information for several days earlier this month and resulted in delayed reporting a week later at the peak of Georgia's latest coronavirus surge. The problems have been fixed, DPH officials told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution last week, and data published on the agency's website is accurate. But the episode was the latest in a string of data problems at DPH during the pandemic that have revealed the impact of years of underfunding the agency. Spoken Layer